Hey y'all, before we get started, let me tell you about Anchor. Anchor is a great tool for podcasters of all levels. Anchor is a platform that helps you record, edit, and distribute your podcast everywhere. Do you have a guest for an episode but can't interview face-to-face? No problem. All you and your guests have to do is download the app and you send your guest a link to connect to and boom, you can record from there. And because Anchor has an app, you can record your podcast from anywhere. So you feel inspired and have something to say? Just take out your phone, use the Anchor app, and say it. New to podcasting like I am? Anchor even has the tools that help you with your podcast journey. So what are you waiting for? Download Anchor and get started. Wishing you and your podcast a success. Now let's get into this episode. Hey everyone, happy new year. Y'all remember me? If you don't, don't feel bad because I neglected this podcast for way too long. I owe you guys an, an apology and an explanation. It started with some technical difficulties with my equipment and I lost all the audio from one episode. So my thought process was like, okay, until I figure out what the fuck is going on with my expensive ass equipment. Let me get involved with my community and build up some content for you guys. I ended up getting involved with a great organization. You guys are now listening to a proud member of Melanin Unchained. M-U for short. (laughs) But I will get into detail about that a little later. So I got wrapped up in all that. Then I had a few things spiral in my life that I had to take a mental uh, break, mental health break. I did a social media detox. I uninstalled Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, I kept Snapchat because I'm barely on there and I follow like 14 people. So it wasn't like overwhelming. And I did a dis- and I disconnected a little from family, friends, and MU. But I'm back and getting, and getting into the groove of things. And we will have an episode on mental health specifically uh, later down the line. But let's shake off 2020 and pick up right where I left off, like I ain't leave for three months. So I'm gonna insert my ghost voice from power. Insert here, previously from the color of success. <laughs> Let me stop playing. Uh, we discuss how gatekeepers affect the black and brown community, specifically in the educational, medical, and political uh, systems. To summarize, gatekeepers have been restricting access to either resources or information that inhibit us from reaching our full potential of success. Um, Examples uh, in the educational system, public schools versus private schools or suburban schools versus urban schools, the teacher qualities, the best teachers are getting paid better, they have better resources, they're going to the schools that can fund uh, them. Uh, The student-to-teacher ratios are different in urban schools versus suburban or private versus public. Textbooks uh, and advanced technologies, you know, what's helping them and things like that. Even the food quality, uh, they say, is a little bit better. Um, In the healthcare system, let's just compare Trump's healthcare when he had coronavirus versus almost everybody else's experience. Trump had several doctors tending to his care, where most likely they also had the latest uh, health equipment and technology. He had 
private rooms versus everybody else who had overcrowded hallways, let alone rooms. Uh, the nurses to patient ratios, uh, everybody else, they'd be lucky if they had a nurse coming every 20 minutes or an hour. The nurses and doctors are, well, mostly the nurses, let's give it up for them during this pandemic, where they were understaffed, underpaid, overworked, and overstressed. That does not equal quality healthcare, and it it, it leads to gatekeeping in some kind of way. And again, if you missed out on the last episode or don't remember because it's been a long time, check out the previous episode. So that's just a couple of examples that we've discussed and I might have added a couple of things. But don't mind the audio. I'm a little stuffy. Ugh, sorry about that, guys. Um, so to, what do we do? How do we get past this metaphorical gate? People of color are always finding ways to basically sell their value to gatekeepers in order for us to move forward. I have a list of actionable tips. Um, <coughs> oh, excuse me. Little tips on how to get past gatekeeping a little bit easier. Because, because these are the same skills that white people use to their advantage to excel in life. Now, most of these tips are from like Forbes and entrepreneur.com and have been described in like a business or sales perspective. But I picked the ones that can be used universally in other areas and I'll provide examples. Oh, excuse me. So tip number one, use all resources available to you. If there are free trainings, free seminars, community programs um, for high school students, uh, if there are college classes available, use them after school programs things like that this will help you provide this will help you to put on your resume you know the experiences that is required to have that you already have that you can put it on your resume so that'll definitely help networking be respectful to anyone to any and everyone you never know who you cross paths with later in life get involved with as many hobbies and or activities uh, that you can handle. This increases your chances of creating network a networking line. The more people you meet and take time to get to know, the more network options you have. So networking is key. Do your research and aim high. This is in particular to like whatever school or college, uh, college you want to go to or a job. Um, or in anything in life, you could move this around. I put these two together because they go hand in hand. When applying for a job or colleges, or just want to set up a meeting with an important person, aim high. Meaning get in contact with the highest person in the position possible. An article from Forbes says that the flow of influence is downwards. When you try to make a pitch to a mid-level manager, most times they, people get rejected. When you start with the boss, you get another opportunity to make the same pitch to the mid-level manager, but under the boss's direction. Now the manager would listen more with more respect um, for, for as long as needed. When it comes to schools or working for a company, it shows that you have done your research on who, it, who is the key decision maker. When you aim high, 
uh, once you have the opportunity to meet with the decision maker, do your research on both the positive and negatives of the company. Highlight the positive. Speak on how you would be an asset uh, to that company or school or whatever it may be without directly saying how I can improve the negatives, but let let that be implied that you know where improvement can be made and you are the person to do that job. Oh, okay, I lost the number. <laughs> I lost track. All right, number four. Treat the gatekeeper like gold. Uh, greet, the, greet the person with a smile and a pleasant tone. Address, address them by their name and or pronouns. Small talk can go a long way. Uh, ask how their day or week is. Honestly, just somebody thinking that you, uh, making somebody think that you care can improve their day and are they're more likely to make a connection with you. Uh, and obviously, you know, the please and genuine thank yous also go a long way. All right, number five, speak with confidence. Never use words that imply that you are doubtful of yourself. Uh, if you doubt yourself, then so would someone else. Then why would someone else have confidence in you? Uh, power posing also helps when you just stand tall, shoulders back, head up. Just the way you present yourself. People are more intrigued by a confident person. A confident person. Okay. Number six. Use a personal touch. Handwritten thank you notes demonstrate that you, t that you take the time to recognize individuals' values. Uh, use a personal anecdote to show experience or a connection. Number seven. Ooh, I like this one. Keep reporting the racist behaviors with everything that has happened. Uh... Racists have felt more comfortable than ever to express their feelings about the black and brown community. But people have been reporting them to their jobs, schools, colleges, etc. Or future colleges and universities. And they're losing their jobs and their scholarships. Not only does this prevent racist doctors, lawyers, teachers, police officers, etc., but this also means more positions are opening up that we can fill. Number eight, last tip that I have, keep your circle and community together. If you have friends that want to start a business, invest in their business. Encourage your peers to get, get whatever education and training needed. If someone has a passion, help them keep that flame alive. Because the more black and brown people that are moving up and approaching this metaphorical gate, they are going to have no choice but to let us pass. Like we have to bombard this gate we, um, with every shade of melanin out there. They can't, they can't stop us all. We are, we are just increasing our chances to get past the gate. There is power in numbers, so keep up uplifting uh, people of color in our community. Now oh, this went by a lot faster than I did. So this might be like a half episode. It's fine. 
So those are the tips I have for you to help get past gatekeeping. If you got you guys, let me know uh, if you have any other questions or advice, or if you have any. <laughs> like I said, I'm getting in the swing of the back in the swing of things. I got this. I got this. I'm gonna make you guys proud. Anyways, I'm just gonna rewind real quick. So these are the tips I have for you guys uh, to help you get past gatekeeping. Let me know what you guys think. If you have any questions, or if you have any advice to add to this. All right moving forward so what's next or no let me let me tell you what I've been up to so I got involved with my first March uh, it was the March for education uh, uh, that called for I'm reading off uh, something I got off of Instagram and, and a direct website uh, it was a March for education that called for the decolonization of the education system i mentioned in the past episode uh that the education system erases our identities and history uh and only shows our ancestor our ancestors oppressions this march was to bring awareness of this issue and to provide people with information about the cultural responsive sustaining education framework crs framework for short the CRS framework is grounded on four principles, welcoming and affirming environments, high expectations and rigorous instruction assess and rigorous instruction. Uh, let's see, number three, inclusion curriculum and assessment, uh, ongoing professional learn and ongoing professional learning. For more information, uh, please go to melanin underscore unchained on Instagram. They have a link. They have a um, a petition. They'll give you more details. This is just a little snippet that I wanted to put in here. Um, so yeah, all right. From there, again, getting involved with MU. Uh, I got involved in community cleanups, clothing drives. I've attended meetings. I even helped with. Um, a couple of presentations and some work to help contribute to this organization. And these people that I've met aligned with at least what I feel is my purpose in life. And I'm very excited to continue working with them. As far as the podcast, what's next? The next episode that I actually do have planned um, should be delivered by the end of this month. We will... We will talk about Black Panther, the movie, and the comics, and the importance of representation uh, for the Black and Brown community. I have one guest confirmed. I would probably consider him a Black Panther enthusiast, and you'll see why. There's going to be photos. (laughs) Um, I might have two guests, you know, depending this whole pandemic situation. I'm also hoping to redo the episode with my girl Giselle of talking about uh, politics and this most recent election. I have a lot planned for this podcast. Um, I'm laying things out, scheduling my goals. I, ha- I have a mini vision board. It's just a bunch of stickies taped to my wall so they don't fall because the vision boards I had before kept falling down, especially on me in my sleep because they were above my bed. Um, and I know you guys are going to enjoy this. So I can't wait. So until next time, wishing you all love, abundance, and success. Bye, guys.